Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Mind of Mags Football Podcast, a show for anybody who loves football. Today, I'm going to be interviewing my friend Tyler Orsini. He plays D1 football, plays center for Nevada. He's a very awesome guy. Uh, we actually grew up together playing high school football. Um, we also played against each other in middle school for one game. Um, Tyler's just a great guy. Right now, he's, he's still super busy with uh, college football and all that, but he was able to make some time to come onto the show today. But not only only that I'm gonna have my friend Dorian come on back and it's just been a really good show but also a side note uh, there are some audio uh, difficulties due to having the call on Wi-Fi not being uh, together because of this quarantine so um, as long as you can get through that it's a pretty awesome episode all right so stick around because it is definitely a good one all right uh, all righty so I got Tyler and Dorian here What's up, fellas? How you doing? Yo, yo. All right, so Tyler sent you here. I know you're super busy. Um, I just really would like to get to know what it's like, you know, really to play college football and stuff. But before we get into that, um, I'd really like to know um, just really what is your football story and how did you get into football? Uh, I got into football because of my dad. My dad was really into football, as you know. Uh or for sure, my whole family's all big Redskins fans and stuff. Um, so I remember I came home with a with a football, a tackle football uh-huh. flyer in second grade, and my dad my dad saw it, and uh, so yeah, I mean, pretty much I was playing for the Vikings ever since second awesome. grade. Um, because he put yeah, me so in it's pretty much you've been playing forever, right? And then. Uh, yeah, I've been playing since what? Since I was like That's seven awesome. Or so you something. just loved it. But yeah, and I've loved it ever since and yeah. So I so yeah, I did uh I did Vikings all the way until high school. And then I didn't really know we had we had a really good 8th grade team and we kind of had some high schools around the area, just local high schools looking around at like a bunch of our players, not just me, but a bunch of our players. So I didn't really know where to go. I didn't know if I wanted to go private or whatever, if yeah. we could even afford private or even go to like schools like Westlake or public bigger schools mm-hmm. like that, that get people out. But um, yeah, I kind of, I just decided to stick with Royal and uh, and then I went, so I went to Royal oh, and yeah. then met all you <laughs> fine gentlemen and then um yeah freshman year we went nine that's right that was a good team team. you know that yeah that was a fun team and then uh then sophomore year got pulled up um started at left tackle Mm -hmm. for those three years and then senior year came came around and i kind of i think i played started like seven games at left tackle and then like right, three or right. four at right guard um because uh, yeah because uh that's where they thought i would translate best at the next level um <clears throat> that's before senior year and before junior year i kind of i did all those camps and stuff and you know i was I was good, but I was like high school good, you know. So I didn't really, I still didn't really know 
mm-hmm. X's and O's about everything. I knew a lot about football, but I didn't know. Yeah, because at that point, now, you're doing a sure. lot of just, oh, I'm just playing football. I don't exactly know why I'm doing this. I'm just out here playing. And this is something that I've done my whole life without really thinking about, like, the schemes and aspects like that. Yeah, exactly. At that level, you can kind of just get get uh, get exactly. by with just being big and strong and stuff. But yeah, and that all changes at the next level. But so I uh, I had a lot of um, big sky schools conference, a big sky conference schools talking to me, like Sac State and like the Cal Poly's uh, NAU almost offered me all those. They're kind of FCS. I never really even had any FBS interest. Um, got rejected yeah, I remember by you were getting all recruited those. and all that. Uh, I rem- that was crazy. You're pretty much yeah. like the only one on the team. <laughs> yeah, that was cool, but I mean, that's just yeah, yeah. that's how recruiting goes, I guess. I remember sitting in class senior year i was like you know i'm i'm done with this if no one offers me whatever because i didn't mm-hmm. even really know mm-hmm. about juco at that point and i i remember seeing because sac state was the closest one out of high school that was supposed to offer me and they never did and i remember they just kept telling me for like a year that they were gonna offer Dang. me they were gonna offer me they were gonna offer me and then i remember sitting in english class on signing day my senior year and uh I saw Sac State like sign this like, I mean like six one two hundred forty five pound alignment, and I was just like, dude, what, like what is wrong? Because like I know I'm better than this kid, but I mean, so whatever, it is what it is. I uh, and then I did actually take a year off. I was like, oh, you know what, I'm done. Whatever, I'll get on with my life. Um, so you said you told yourself, Ryan I'm Clinton, done playing football. That's crazy. Yep. And I didn't have – yeah, so – yeah. So then I went to Moore Park and just went to school, mm-hmm. Moore Park College, junior college. And we had class and together. And just went to school. Um, <laughs> we did have class together, and that was fun. <laughs> um, yeah, so then I uh, went there and took over 12 credits. Uh, so I was full-time both semesters there. So I didn't know it at the time, but that mm. actually burned my redshirt year, which kind of ended up because you me took over, too many units, right? And then, mm-hmm. yep. And I didn't know anything about that because I didn't have that great a right academic guidance from Royal or any junior college counselor. But it, uh, so then Ryan Clanton was actually recruiting me out of high school a lot um, for Ventura College and I had just kind of always felt like that might Mm -hmm. be the place that I would go if I went back and then one random day he hit me up again he's like dude we'd love to have you still blah 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 a bunch of that I went out there and sure enough uh, the next year I ended up going over there mm-hmm. made the switch that summer did all summer ball I actually did all I started there I started over there during spring ball um and then yeah and then kind of just took off from there and then I started that year at um at right guard 
And then that was kind of when my recruiting, mm-hmm. I would say, took off. Um, I, uh, after that season, like two weeks after, um, I remember, because we would just have optional lifts. And I, I mean, I loved lifting, so I would just always go out there like every single day. And um, <clears throat> I remember Ryan Clanton, who was my line coach there, who is nice. my favorite coach. I was going to ask you about that, too. Yeah, he, uh, he played. Yeah, he he played at Oregon with those Heisman years and all that, and DeAnthony Thomas. Yeah, dude, he's yeah Vargas. Yeah, he said the craziest lift he's ever done. He's like, nah. So people know Vargas. uh, He played with us in high school, (laughs) me, Dorian, and Tyler on varsity and JV. So we're all really close, and we're we were close, and we still are very close. So we always look out for each other. We have Vargas is like one of our other uh, members of our friend group. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, this guy. So yeah, back to Ryan Clanton. He yeah, uh, forget Vargas. Yeah. So he did all that, and he played <laughs> under. Yeah, forget Vargas. And uh, no, okay. And then uh, so Chip Kelly mm-hmm. uh, had just taken the job at UCLA, and he starts hitting up Clanton That's because crazy. he obviously knows Clanton from his Oregon days. And he starts asking about me. And at first I thought it was a joke because Clanton was like, mm. Clanton always goofed around and stuff and just was funny and stuff, but he never really, he never joked around about like recruiting and yeah, stuff. Yeah, serious. Um, so yeah, he started to say, hey, Ch- Chip Kelly's texting me about mm-hmm. you and I just thought he was like joking or something and I didn't really believe it. And then I'm like, wait, are you serious? And then we had a, we had a assistant online coach that was like, no, he's like actually serious. He like actually loves you. And then, yeah, so then, like, I think it was that night or the next day, my phone starts blowing up from, uh, like, the tight ends coach and the assistant, um, or no, the recruiting coordinator and the O-line coach, all of them, and I start just getting, like, all these calls, emails and stuff, saying I got to apply so I can get in, blah, 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 when can I come visit, because it was a dead period at that time. So I couldn't visit right away. So, yeah, long story short, they gave me an official visit. Um, went up there for the weekend. They picked up my whole family. We stayed in that nice hotel there. Um, and then that whole weekend went by. Cool. We went to a basketball game, whatever. We ate all that stuff. We met. And then at the very end of the weekend, I'm like, all right, like, what's going on? Right, you're just thinking that. I didn't say it like that, obviously. Yeah, exactly. So then we're about to leave, and then I walk in, and I have a one-on-one meeting with Chip Kelly. And he basically just tells me that they can't do anything until I'm admitted through the school. You sat down with Chip Kelly and was talking about you playing there potentially? That's crazy, dude. Yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty. Were nice. you nervous? Yeah, that was crazy. That's yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, dude, I was shaking because yeah, I was, but I mean, I was with him. I was with him all weekend, and it's funny because mm. like we were talking about Redskins and stuff, and he was talking about like how because yeah. I mean he was yeah, with the Eagles long. for what two or three years. So it was a, yeah, it was a trip though because he was just like, oh yeah, 
FedEx Field. That's where the Redskins play. He's like, yeah, FedEx Field's like a like a uh, a walking advertisement. Like there's just ads everywhere. That's awesome. It's just yeah, it was just funny. But yeah, he was just talking. Yeah, so and then uh, yeah, so that'll happen. And then I got all those pictures and stuff, and they just said thanks for Damn. coming. Blah blah blah. Never heard from them again. <laughs> I think they won two or three games the we'll next season, but I'm not talking about that. Um, <laughs> and then I also got an offer from Nevada as a, um, I think it's called a gray shirt, no, a blue shirt offer. And um, it's so I would just have to pay for one summer school class oh, and then in the fall my scholarship would kick in. So, so yeah, exactly. So, um, but I was just like, you know what? I'm comfortable at Ventura. I don't know. I'm, I kind of want to pack 12 offer. I've always dreamed about, I mean, UCLA, yeah. I was crushed because UCLA was my dream school. So I was like, <laughs> but so yeah, I went back cause I was, I really wanted to prove people wrong. I didn't want to just yeah take whatever I got whenever I got it. Um, so then I went back to Ventura that year. And then, I mean, so UCLA you had the offer before a lot from of Nevada, but decided uh, to go back for your last year, right? For junior college. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yes. Yep. Yep. So I went back, and I met. I mean, that year alone, I probably met over at least eighty D one coaches, and I, I, I mean, none of them. Like I'll. Recruiting was one of the most stressful things ever. Um, just because people would tell you that they uh, oh, they really want you and stuff, and then you'd never hear from them again. So, yeah, exactly. And that's like pretty much Jeez. the story of that's that tough. second year. Um, I ended up getting offered by like, yeah, exactly. I ended up getting offered by probably about like six or so FCS schools, but I just wanted some FBS ones. So I ended up getting Old Dominion and then it was coming down to signing week. And then Fresno State, San Diego State and Nevada were kind of all like about to offer. And then I'm like, I'm like, Oh, I've seen this before. So I didn't, I didn't really get too excited, whatever. And then sure enough, San Diego State goes, okay, we're looking for more tackle bodies. Blah, yeah, blah, which blah. you don't so play like, anymore. Okay, of right? course. Seen yeah. this before, like I said. Exactly. Yeah. And then um, Fresno State, they were like neck and neck with Nevada. Mm. They actually offered me that same blue shirt deal. But I don't know. I just kind of right. felt kind of disrespected by all that. Um, and then – eventually Fresno State was like, you know, we're going to go with these two high school kids, blah, blah, blah. Nevada so came like, back right. around. And, and then uh, that's when Nevada came back around. And um, the O-line coach there had actually just gotten there from UCLA, and that's how I knew him. Uh, Angus McClure was a tight ends and D-line coach there for like 15 years. Um so that's kind of my connection with Nevada, and he was like, dang, well, they're not going to take you. I'd like to take you. So then that's kind of how I ended up going to Nevada. Um, 
and yeah, and now I'm at Nevada. Um, I love everyone there. I've made some lifelong friends. I uh, I go into uh, I wasn't there for spring ball, so I showed up in the summer, and I show up as the they put me as the number two center, which I was like, yeah. all right, that's kind of cool. I have some respect already here without even playing. which is a good feeling to have um, going into because you know at that level it's and, pretty crazy. You know, really needing to prove yourself. Exactly. Yep, exactly. So I still still didn't feel as respected as I should have been, but you know, it was a start. So and then after that, about shoot, what was it? Like four games into the year, I start getting more and more playing time. Eventually I took over and was starting center. Um, my first game was a San Jose State game. I played three straight games and then we had our bye week and we had a we had a tough bye week practice and uh I landed weird on my foot and something popped in there and then they told me I was gonna be out for eight 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 to ten weeks they threw me in a boot and I was like all right well that's really that sucks because I mean I just worked my ass off for however many days weeks months for that chance to start and I finally get it and then boom I'm down so then they tell it so like I said they told me eight to ten weeks I'll be out and there was only about six more games left I want to say and then sure enough three weeks later I'm like you know what I'm ready to roll and um yeah I started at Fresno State that week I, I don't even think I practiced that week. I think my first practice was Friday. And then, yeah, so That's my nuts. first practice back was Thursday or Friday, which are yeah, not a both, practice. like, kind of walkthroughs. And then, uh, yeah, exactly. And then we traveled down on Friday to Fresno and then, yep, started at Fresno. Got hurt again from Jeez. somebody going the wrong way and landing on me on my other foot. I got a high ankle sprain and like an Achilles sprain or something like that. So then that put me on the shelf and then I missed the next, the next game, which was our last game of the year, which was UNLV. Oh, which Wasn't sucks because we lost by three and I feel like too? I could have helped out a lot that game. Yeah. I remember seeing that. Yeah. <laughs> there's a huge brawl, but I was in crutches. So. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So yeah, that was the end, ending of that game. But then we had uh, clinched for the bowl. Yeah. So then we were in that Idaho bowl. And I came back early again. But that time they played our other center, who's a good friend of mine, number 70, Nate Edwards. And uh, he was playing for half. And we were kind of just down by like seven or so the whole game. Or I think it was like seven or 14 or whatever. And then – I was like, kind of like, because usually we'd go like, our coach would go like three yeah, drives and then that's we'd pretty interesting though. I feel like, like a lot of times teams some... don't do that. Is that more common for college football to ha- switch in linemen? Because a lot of times I feel like they usually stay in. I don't really mm-hmm. think so. I think it's the way that our coach coached because he, that, I, I didn't really, you know, when the other team's offensive line is out there. We're usually game planning on sideline mm, okay. stuff, so I didn't really pay that much attention, you know. But, I mean, I don't really think so. I think it's yeah. just more, more of the style of ROI line coach 
Um, but yeah, so then anyways, I think I started the second half. Then I think we went touchdown, 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 and then oh, like geez. fumble at the 10 yard line to tie it up. And yeah, so then, I mean, that, that was pretty cool to go on that streak, but then we eventually lost. I think we lost by like set by a touchdown or three. And uh, yeah, that's so, crazy. Uh, that's pretty much that's a that's a crazy journey to listen to. to. <clears throat> Definitely yeah. wasn't easy for you. Um, so with that being said, since I coach high school football, you know our alma mater, Loyal High School, um, I would just want to ask, right? What's what's something that you would tell any high school kid or even middle school if they're thinking about it? What's something that you would tell them if they are trying to play college football and at the D one level as well? Uh, I would okay. just say never get too high, never get too low. Um, I remember there were times where I was like, oh, okay, this is cool. I got right. seven schools looking at me. I'm going to have somewhere to go. And then all of a sudden the next week, you know, there's none. But I don't know. I, I mean, I would just say never give up too because, like I said, I almost quit multiple times. I, I, I mean, I left this out, but – my second year at Ventura, the year I went back halfway through the season, I was like, man, I don't know if I want That's to play crazy. anymore. I even told my mom, I don't think something I'm that you love, something like, that you love to do. So I, I did that. You did it your whole life. You were ready. You were, you were done. Exactly. That's nuts. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not like I didn't love it anymore. I was just, you know, but I mean, yeah. And I just kind of eventually got got to be able to clear my head and then you know the rest of history so and you're still going yeah just never give up (laughs) it's one more year right that's all you got going strong that's crazy man yeah i got one more year and then hopefully (laughs) hopefully for the 49ers uh, or the cowboys 49ers i thought (laughs) it was zach martin (laughs) oh shoot the cowboys need a center too yeah i put zach martin to your right that's crazy. You'd be, you'd be blessed. <laughs> All right. With that being said, that's a good segue. Because Dorian just said playing with Zach Martin, are there any NFL linemen right now that you would love to play with or have the opportunity to play with? Trent Williams. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Anybody yeah. else? Yeah, Trent Williams. For, um, let's see. I mean, I'd say Brandon Sheriff, but, you know, I'll go non-Redskin. Uh, let's say, okay, Quentin Nelson yeah, for sure. Um, Zach Martin would be fun, even though. Yeah, he's, he's still good, though. Thanks. <laughs> uh let's see. Who else do I like? I really like Roger Saffold. He mm-hmm. was on the Rams for mm-hmm. He's older. Two years now. He's on the Titans. Yeah, he's on the Titans now, and I think he's a big reason as to why they could run so well with Henry in the playoffs. Mm. But someone that you don't hear about, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah, he's not one. It's pretty funny because, like in the NFL, I feel like a lot of people just not overhype linemen, but like the same ones like people get so stuck up on and are just like, "Oh, he's good, he's good." When in all reality, like. 
there's some people that nobody's ever heard about mm-hmm. that are just as good, if not better. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I've been with this uh, coronavirus stuff. We've been watching a lot of NFL film. Right. And uh, the chief center, I, I can't even tell you his name, but he's one of the best I've seen. And then, oh, another one that you'll like that I love that I've been watching a lot these past couple of weeks is um, what's his name? Lakin Tomlinson is a stud. Oh, yeah. I love him. He's very good. And so is your so is your center, too. <clears throat> yeah, we're watching a lot of Niner film and stuff. I'm trying to find this but, center for you right now. I'm looking at the Chiefs. I'll know it. Yeah, I'll know it if you tell me. I think it's Ryder. Austin Ryder. Austin. Yeah, he's a stud. 62. Yep. Yeah, he's a stud. That's but, good. yeah, I think those are a few. All right. So, I'm going to look out for him. Um, let's see. So, we talked about, you know, your football story. You talked about people you'd want to play with. What about people in the NFL that you would say you model your game after? Model my game after? Yeah. I would say – I mean – I know I'm a center, but Brandon mm-hmm. Sheriff, he's nasty. Um, let's see who else. I mean, I know he just retired, but Travis Frederick. Yes, uh, and of course, Trent Williams, because he's just he's the best one in the league. Mm. Yep, exactly. <laughs> That's funny. He's still on the Redskins, right? <laughs> Uh, technically, looking to get yeah. or something like that. Gonna be there. I don't. I know. Yeah, I don't want that yeah. to happen. But I don't know. It's kind of weird. He's been trying. They've been, or he's been trying to get a trade for like three months now, and he's still yeah. there. So I don't know what's going on. All righty, sweet. So learned a lot about you. Um, but I think it's time to play a game. Do you want to play a game with me? Yeah. All right, so here's our game. <laughs> our game is going to be overrated cool. or underrated. You're both going to play with me, and then I'll also add my two cents into it each uh, thing that we talk about, each topic. So I think I have about 10 topics here that we're going to go over, and you're going to tell me if they're overrated and underrated um, and explain why, and then I'll also give my answers too. All right, so our first one is going to be country music. Tyler, go ahead. What? what? Do you think? Overrated <laughs> or underrated? <laughs> Um, you know, I'm going to go with rated. <laughs> just rated, middle. just right? I, yeah, I think, ah, gosh, I don't know. I don't want to say this because it'll offend <laughs> a lot of people. But I, I think country music is, some country music is really, really, really corny. Right. But then there's, some, there's like some country songs. Okay, like, fair enough. Just not your style. That's okay. I don't know. Yeah, it's not my style, but there's some that okay. I mess with. Yeah, you like a lot more hip hop, huh? Nice. Yeah. All right, Dorian. What do you think? Overrated or overrated underrated country music? <laughs> um, so um, I don't know. A lot of people know it. Some don't. But I mix. So my mom's side is white, 
and they listen to a lot of country. And so I've been around it. People say like, oh, you have to listen to it to like it. But I've been around it a lot. And I just do not like it. It's not for me. I just, just don't like yeah, it. It's just not for That's me. Funny. There's a couple songs. I'll admit, there's a couple songs that like get your head going, you know, bobbing. But like for the majority of it, it's just overrated to me. I, I don't really see the hype on it. Yeah, it sounds it sounds a okay. lot alike for me, to be honest. Like all of it sounds a lot alike. <laughs> for me, I would say it's definitely underrated. There's some good country <laughs> songs, but we'll go on to the next one. All right, Tyler. Is TikTok overrated or underrated? These are hard. I'm gonna th- I have to, I have to say rated again because I have yeah. an app, but but it's just like there's some stuff that's super 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 yeah. funny on there and then like other times i'm watching stuff and i'm just like why do i have yeah there's that? a lot of garbage on there so, so i'm gonna have to go with rated okay. again i love it all right I, I would say overrated or underrated. Well, i'd lean towards more of underrated like for anyone who doesn't like okay. it uh, i was one of those people i definitely yeah. one of those people because i've seen people show me videos i'm like why is this isn't even funny but then the night i downloaded the app i was literally on it for three hours <laughs> just scrolling through videos there's, there's a lot of funny ones like there's some cringy ones too but there's a lot of like the majority of them are funny i think so i like that i like it yeah i would definitely say tiktok's underrated when i downloaded it i did the same thing now i'm on there posting a lot just got up to like 1200 followers so i think it's underrated and i think more people should be on it um all right so next one number three tyler do you think the xfl is overrated or underrated Oh, I'm going to say it is, I'm going to say it's underrated, but I understand why people don't watch it. Um, I really like the idea of uh, like a farm system for yeah, the right. NFL. I like that too. But I get why people don't watch it because obviously all the good players are in the NFL. So it's kind of just like a, it's like a continuation of college football, if you will, but I, I still feel like it's not as exciting as college football because there's less right. star power. Um, if I don't know if they're if they were able to have more star power in that league, I think it'd which take I think off is possible. I don't, I don't love- know how they recruit and stuff, but I think there are some talented people that are notable that they could get. I mean, they had a few last season that was interesting to watch, but yeah, absolutely. We'll see what happens there. Yeah, no. I like all the rules. Yeah, it is stuff, different. Uh, I really like that kickoff rule. I don't know if I would want them to change it in the NFL or not, though, just because, I don't know, I love how the NFL has stayed so, like, traditional yeah, with their I rules. I mean, for the, for the most part, for the most part. But, I mean, I, yeah, that's another thing is I hate the new playoff thing. But, you know, <laughs> you can have to go on that. Uh, Dorian, is the XFL overrated or underrated? Uh, I would agree with Tyler. I say underrated as well. I like how um, I do like how players can get signed to the NFL. Like after this, uh, after they got shut down, how like a few players did transfer into the NFL. Um, so I, I like that that system. And then um, I yeah, I, like Tyler said, I do see why they don't like people don't watch it because it is kind of boring. It's like players you haven't heard of, but it's pretty cool to see players that like um, you haven't heard of in a while and you see them on on that. And so it's pretty mm-hmm. cool to see that. But um, yeah, I like how they let them like play football. Unlike the NFL, sometimes they throw too many flags. But XFL, like you can hit hard and stuff like that. But yeah, I do see why um no one watches it. Not a lot of people watch it, I should say, because there's no, like nothing will ever live up to the hype of the NFL. NFL already has 
Too many no fans, way. too many followers to even Facts. like transfer over to another league. It's cool though, like how the NFL's in the offseason yeah. though, and you can still watch football. I like that aspect of it though. Yeah. Um, for me, the XFL, I would honestly say it's overrated just because I like Yes, it's a cool league. Don't get me wrong. It's a really cool idea. I wish that it could blow up. But, like, me, even though I love football so much, I don't care at <laughs> all. Like, I wish I did because it would just help me so much because then I wouldn't miss the NFL that much. But, no, I, I just – I don't – I'm not the biggest fan. I think it's a really good idea, but I just personally don't like it. Um, so, our next one's going to be the Patriots' defense last season. Do you think they're overrated or mm. underrated? I'll go. Uh, I say underrated. Okay. Because I am. I'm. <sighs> I know where Dorian's gonna go with this one, but uh, I'm not the biggest fan of Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't nope. think Dorian is either. <laughs> um, but I I am a big fan. However, yeah. of Bill Belichick. Right. I th- and I think he's the greatest coach to ever coach. I agree. Um, and I think he's gotten that. Don't get me wrong. Tom Brady has to be good. Yeah, he's good, but not great like people think he is, in my opinion. In my exactly. opinion. I know. I I agree. I, In my opinion, too. But, no, I think they were super raw, and I think people disrespected Gilmore for half the season, and then he finally got the recognition he deserved when he got mm-hmm. the defense player of the year. Um, but, yeah, no, I think they're underrated. I think they're really good, and they have unbelievable schemes with Belichick and just – yeah, that's just that culture's unbelievable. Okay. I like yeah, the answer, respectable. All, all right, Dorian, what do you think? It's a toss up because <clears throat> obviously they're good. So I don't want to say um, overrated. And I don't want to say underrated because it like coaching has a lot to do with like with the defense and the offense, obviously, like how they play. Because like if you could put your players in the right in the right position, they can succeed. I think especially for defense. Yeah, exactly. Because if you could put your defensive players in the right position and know what the offense is doing on the other side of the ball, that plays a huge role. You can have literally anyone in the league like play in that Patriots system, I think, and they'll they'll do successful, I think, compared to the system that they're in now. But um, I'm going to say, if I had to pick one, I'd say underrated because they do have a lot of players you don't even know about. Like, you have, like on their D-line, there's probably like three or four you haven't even heard of. That rotate in and out, um, but they still they still get pressure to the quarterback. They, they, they like their man system, um, how they ran that cover zero. Um, how they can trust yeah. the corners and just let them do what they have to do, and let the pressure get to to the quarterback. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna say I'll say underrated, but I think coaching and Belichick has a huge role in that though because they put their players in the best positions possible. But their players do have to play well, so I'm gonna say underrated. Okay. I'm definitely going to go with overrated because, dude, I, you know, hearing so many people say about they're the best defense in the league, I, I really wasn't buying it, especially since I think they had one of the easier records yeah. playing the Dolphins, the Jets, the Bills, which at first I don't think they were doing that well, but still the Bills are pretty good, so I wouldn't say that. They also had to play the Redskins, Giants, the Jets again, <laughs> Browns. Come on. Yeah, they like, did play Bengals, <laughs> Dolphins, they played some horrible teams and lost to some pretty good teams. They lost to the Texans. They lost to the Chiefs. Um, they lost to the Ravens. That's true. So when I, they did I play good teams, they did kind of struggle. I can see that. Yeah, I don't think they have the star powers. Yeah. Gilmore is a beast, though. I'll give mm-hmm. them that. Also, I have the benefit of having the uh, information right in front of me. But... <laughs> 
That's why I'm the host. All right, next. I'm excited for this one. Tyler, do you think Nick Bosa is overrated or underrated? Oh, that's hard. I'm going to say he's perfectly rated because I think he changed that whole entire defensive line's culture. Because you guys had the the three first-round D-line picks already. Yeah. And it's not like – Andy I mean, they weren't really doing – yeah, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna switch it to underrated because nice. yeah, for that exact reason, they had that line for how many prior years before he got there, and he changed the whole. I mean, he really changed the whole entire. I don't want to say franchise, but he kind of did in the matter of. He helped Jimmy G out. That's so, right. He helped everybody yeah, out. Exactly. So, I mean, yeah, because the D line was always like all right, but like I remember what's his name. The two Oregon dudes on the D line, like they were good. Don't get me wrong, but they weren't living up to the hype. And then, obviously, yeah. now they are. Well, so, DeForest Buckner is a stud. People, I think he's underrated, which we're not talking about him. And Eric Armstead had a better year this year. Um, but no, Nick Bosa definitely was a game changer right off the bat. Yep. All right, Dorian, what do you think? I'm gonna say underrated as well. Um, but he does get a lot of hype for it, so like for what he did, which he deserves. But yeah. um, but yeah, for for the most part, I'll say underrated for the people that hate the 49ers and stuff like that, because you do have to respect um, you do have to respect what he did to that team. That is insane. Like I wasn't a 49er, like I I wasn't a believer. You know, like four games into the season when they were four, no, everyone like hyped. I wasn't up. either, dude. Especially after all the past seasons, I had no idea what was going yeah, on. Yeah, but what he looked, he looked, he legit looked like JJ Watt in his MVP year this year. I think, um, just did, yeah, just yeah, exactly the faster version. version, especially with that pick uh, against the Panthers. Yeah, almost picked oh, the house. Yeah, so I was like, oh, that's just like JJ Watt. So when I saw that, I was like, yeah, they definitely yeah, have a force sweet. to reckon with on that team, and uh, he's definitely the better version of the other Bosa. <laughs> yeah, I would say he's <laughs> underrated as well, just because, dude, the man was a rookie doing this. That's insane, but I do think a large part of that was due to his brother probably giving him some pointers, you know, coming into the league and really helping him out. But Nick Bosa definitely is said, and I think he'll be a great one for a while. Um, next. Okay, so since we had a 49er player, I have to go with a Cowboy player, and that's going to be Ezekiel Elliott. Tyler, is he overrated or underrated? I think – all right. I think – no, I think I think he's underrated. I think he's top two running backs in the league. Um if not the best, but no, I think he's underrated. I think when you get that guy going, he's unbelievable. Yeah, and I know. I mean, I know they have an unbelievable line, but you still gotta, you still gotta break linebackers' tackles and arm tackles. He, and stuff. he led the league so, in yards I mean, after no, contact a couple of years in a row. Exactly. Yeah. No, I think he's one of the most raw running backs in the league by far. So I'd, I'd say underrated. Underrated, yeah. Dorian. I wonder. Instead. Overrated. <laughs> underrated. That's surprising. Oh, <laughs> underrated. <laughs> uh, a lot of people, like, especially since Saquon came into the league, everyone just, like, forgets about Zeke. But Zeke still is putting up the same numbers year in, year out. And um, that year he got suspended, he still finished the league in top five in rushing, and he didn't even play the last six games. So that's pretty insane, if you ask yeah. me. Yeah, I would agree. He's pretty underrated. A lot of people, including myself, would rather have Saquon. Yep. Um, but – Ezekiel Elliott is a stud running back. I mean, he's not the fastest. He won't necessarily break away all the time, but he's a very 
like you say, um, he's a very all-around balanced yeah, running he, back, he, and I think he is a top top three in the league. Yeah, it just sucks that the Cowboys like are so horrible. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so next uh, person actually on this is going to be Joe Burrow. Is he overrated or underrated, Tyler? Ooh, that's that hard. is hard to. I, I think it's too it's too er- too early to yeah. tell. As of right now. As as of right now, I'm gonna go with gosh, it's hard. I mean I'm gonna say a little, little, little bit overrated. Okay. Um I'm gonna but barely. Like I respect the dude. I think he's gonna be really good, but I don't know. Okay, can but, I just tell you something real quick? Go ahead. I was on YouTube, and I don't know what channel posted this, but I saw something say that Joe Burrow was like Patrick Mahomes. Yikes! And that that made me wonder and like Yikes. really think of this question. So continue, Tyler. With that okay. being said, yeah. No, I mean, no. I think he's gonna be really good, but you also have to put into perspective. That he did lose out multiple times at Ohio State, the starting QB job from, mm-hmm. I mean, from guys like JT Barrett. I mean, I get it. Dwayne Haskins is oh, going to be the MVP <laughs> next year. Psych. Um, but no, he, I mean, and then last year, I mean, la- not last year, but the year before, I think it was his first year at LSU, mm-hmm. starting at least. He was, he was average. He was a, a little bit above average QB in the nation. And then obviously he absolutely exploded this year, which I mean, you know, I don't know. I mean, I I don't know. I would just say a little bit overrated right now, but I am a big fan of him and I hope he does well. Yeah. I like him too. All right. Dwayne, what do you think? I'm going to say overrated. I haven't really bought into him yet because that was like legit the first season that he did that good. So I'd have yeah. to see at least another season of that to be like convinced. Cause I'm never the type to jump on a bandwagon right away, and I feel like that's what everyone did. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's a good guy. He's um he played very well this year. So um, uh, hold on. Yeah. So I I just think that uh, we have to see what he does in the NFL for sure, especially with that Bengals team. If you can do well with that Bengals team, then that you have my you have my respect. So um, for sure, oh, dude, yeah. that's gonna be tough. Yeah, so, yeah, he's gonna have to definitely escape. Use those uh, use those legs. But um, I'm gonna have to see what he does with them first to to give my uh, my true opinion on him. But I'm gonna say overrated because of the comparisons he's already getting. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I'm gonna agree. I think he's overrated too as of right now. I really hope he proves me wrong and he is worth all the hype though, because I do like the kid. He's a winner. He's a chip on his shoulder. I respect his hustle, his grind. So I hope that you know he does well in the league. Um, so this has actually been a nickname for him. I've heard. And this is our next topic. Tyler, is Tiger King overrated or oh, underrated? Boy. Oh, my gosh. Overrated. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Did you not... watch it? Okay. I watched like an episode or two, but I'm just like, okay, first off, this thing, the Tiger King thing or whatever, would not be a thing if we were not all locked up in our house. <laughs> Nobody exactly. would even know. I, it. I, it would be. I think that's true. It, it would be it. It would be the at the bottom of all those Netflix things. It would be like one of those things where you're like, "Why is this on Netflix?" Yeah, but yeah, overrated a hundred times. All right, don't overrated. So yeah, so I, I've been like, oh my god, yeah. So I watched like an uh, episode and a half 
I legit cannot I cannot keep my eyes on the screen because it was just it's so boring to me. I don't understand what the hype is all about. I've been um everyone's been like recommending to watch it and I've i I'm trying to tell them that it's it's not for me. They keep saying they keep saying to keep watching it, but I'm, I'm keep the watching more I watch, the keep more, watching until you yeah, finish it. The more I watch, the more bored I get. And I'm not easily like entertained with shows either. So if that show is not entertaining, I'm not gonna watch it. That's why yeah, that's why there's only a few shows I can watch, like like binge watch too. Because if I as soon as I look at yeah. my phone, I'm not interested in the show. I'm not gonna watch it anymore. So that's what Tiger King yeah. is for me. It's just not for me. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it either, but or seen it at all really. But I actually uh, looked up, you know, what it really is about and kind of like the story without having to watch it. Because I feel like these documentaries are always way too long. Yeah, the first episode, so I just like yeah, looked up to find out what's going on. So. I exactly. They don't. The first yeah. episode was 50 yeah. minutes of them explaining what, like, who owned the tiger cages. Like, we could have looked it up. Yeah, could, yeah, that's the most annoying part. For <laughs> or me. you could have told us in five seconds. But <laughs> exactly. Yep. All right. So the last one, we're gonna wrap up. Hopefully, get out of here in under an hour. But um, our last topic, our favorite topic, is Madden overrated <laughs> or underrated, Tyler. Oh my god! <laughs> <sighs> okay. Oh man. Let me get started. I <laughs> pull um, up the clips. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could attach some uh, some game recordings. Some but, uh, I'm gonna say. Actually, I'm gonna say overrated because of how bad the gameplay is. And I'm getting yeah. underrated also because it's the only thing <laughs> getting me through this thing. Right. Okay. I got <laughs> but, you. Okay. So, no, overall, I would say that it is – I'd say it's under underrated, underappreciated. Um, I mean, because, you see, we go on it every single night. We're all in the same league. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're on it every night, so obviously, like, obviously, we still like it, but some things piss us off about it. Um, yeah, but yeah, I'd say, I'd say, I'd say underrated. All right, Johnny, what do you think? Underrated. Uh, okay. It was, I don't know, it was the the game that really got me into football, to be honest. Because um, the first mm. Madden game I owned, it was uh, 05 with Ray Lewis on it. I think that's the one had him, and um, at that time I. Was, yeah, so, at that yeah. time I was living in Japan, so I, and that was when I lived off base. So I didn't have any friends. Like that was when you, uh, uh, I, I lived with just Japanese um, in my area, so I didn't have anyone to talk to. So I, I in yeah, yeah. So I just played, uh, I just played Madden <laughs> all the time inside. So that, that's really the game that got me into uh, into football and sports. And then ever since then, I've I've owned every single one. As much as it, it annoys me, I I do play it, and I do love the fact that. I can um, play the game and kind of get that that NFL vibe to it, um, even when football yeah. season's not in and whatnot. And then playing with you guys is obviously good too, because if we didn't have this game, we'd be stuck playing Friday the Thirteenth all the time, and that wouldn't last that long. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I'm gonna say underrated. I think uh, it's a great franchise game, and it's been successful throughout the years, even though there's a lot of BS in it. But it's a <laughs> successful game, so I like it. Yeah. Um... I'm going to just be indifferent right now about Madden because 
there's been some stuff going on lately where I get real confused, but those are good answers. All right, Tyler. We have about, I want to get out of here in an hour. So we have about eight minutes to do this. I'm going to go speed round. All right. So Dorian, I love you, but you're going to sit tight because this is going to be Tyler's time. I'm going to go through. Actually, we'll do it for both of you. We'll do it for both of you. See if we can still get out. I think we can do it. We're going to go through speed round. I'm going to ask you, who would you rather have on your team? And the reason why I want to talk about this, this is a perfect segue. It's yes, we play a lot of Madden franchises, mostly because we all feel like we'd be some pretty good head coaches. So right now we're each going to be our own head coaches of our own teams in the NFL. And then I'm going to give you players that if you want on your team or not. Now, probably do this in more of a realistic aspect. Um, Like if you actually were an NFL coach, not just Madden because you want someone who's fast or whatever to use her, but um, who would you rather have on your real life team? All right. So speed round. I'm going to start with Tyler. First person, Antonio Brown or Colin Kaepernick? Oof. Take a while. All right. (laughs) Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown. All right. I think think he's, I think he's still top two in the league. If he were in the league. If right. he were in the league. <laughs> if he were, if he were in the league. Well, <laughs> you know, he is. I think he's legit. I know he's No, he is. Insane. He is. Can't deny that. So. All right. Next, All right. would you rather have Ed Reed or Troy Palomalu? Ooh. Troy Palomalu. Why? Uh, gosh. I don't know. I just love that dude. He's all over the field. I mean, I know Ed Reed is too, but. I think Troy Polamalu is the definition of all over the field. Okay. All right. And I think he's a better tackler, too. All right. Next uh, question, who would you rather have, Brian Erlacher or Luke Keekley? Oh, I'm going to say Erlacher because I loved him growing up, Ooh. and that was why I always shit my head when I was a kid. I swear. True story. All right, you have to say that again because, like, yeah, I think the Wi-Fi might have messed with uh, what you were saying. I couldn't hear you. Okay, I said Brian Urlacher, and I said Mm -hmm. because I always – I loved him growing up, like, playing Vikings and stuff. Mm -hmm. I would always shave – I would shave my head. I would do a two all the way around because I was (laughs) Brian Urlacher. I swear, that's a true story. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's awesome. All right, next, uh, would you – who would you rather have, Lawrence Taylor or Ray Lewis? Lawrence Taylor. Yeah, dude, he's I a think he, Yeah, he's a game changer, um, obviously. Uh, I mean, I've heard some stories about him too, though. So. He's nutty, man. <laughs> if, if he, yeah, if he's getting drug tested, then maybe Ray Lewis. But... <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> But no, uh, I'd go with Lawrence Taylor. All right. Uh, next, would you rather have Tom Brady or Joe Montana? Joe Montana. Ooh, why? 100%. Um, oh, gosh, I don't want to say Tom Brady's assistant quarterback because he won six Super Bowls. Everyone says that's that. extremely hard. It's the NFL. It's very, very hard to win six Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. But if you look at everything – he has gotten extremely, extremely lucky with some things throughout his career. I yeah. Joe Montana. Okay. All right. Next, would you rather have Randy Moss or Jerry Rice? Dude, it's going to make you mad, but I'm going to say Randy Moss. I think, mm. I don't know. I, I've just always had something for Randy Moss. I think he's been, he was just unbelievable. I remember watching that 
Brady season where he threw a million touchdowns in that one year. I remember him on yeah, the Vikings. Yeah, Moss was I, a I don't know. That dude was just – that that could also be just because I didn't see as much of Jerry Rice as I did Randy Moss. But, dude, Randy Moss was the man. Respectable. Um, all right, so we have two more. First, Jameis Winston or Tim Tebow. Who would you rather have oh, in that offense? Right now? <laughs> in their primes. In their primes. Yeah. Are we talking Tim Tebow at Florida or Tim Tebow as a Bronco? Whichever one you want. Oh, gosh. All right. Well, I would obviously – I would go Tim Tebow, Florida. Okay. All right, boys, I'm back. <laughs> Why would you Especially pick Tim Tebow? Because he's a good, good, good In dude college. that I would want to lead, lead my locker room with. Okay, okay. I, I, would see. Want, I would want he's yeah. yeah, he would be an awesome dude in the locker room. All right. Uh now the money question. Who would you rather have on a whole different team? Would you rather have Nathan Peterman or Jamarcus Russell? Oh what? wow. All right. I'll pass I'll question. pass this one to I'll let Dorian go first <laughs> for this one. Wow. What <laughs> what was it even a real question? Um <laughs> Nathan Peterman or Demarcus Russell? Wow. Um, hmm. I'll go with. This is horrible. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, um, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Demarcus Russell. Just because he's big. Yeah. And I'll go yeah, Demarcus. because. Yeah. Have you ever heard that story about how they gave him CDs? Dude, yeah. It's so oh, funny. The, oh my gosh, that's the best thing. All right. So they gave you guys him CDs heard or this. whatever. Yeah, so the coaches gave – or they heard that Jamarcus – or they felt like Jamarcus wasn't really watching film. So they gave him a fake – it was either a fake tape or fake a CDs. CD with nothing on it. They gave it to him. And then uh, – so they, he took it home. And then the next day they asked him if he watched it. And he said, yeah, and there wasn't anything on it. <laughs> That's so crazy. It was like Blitz packages or something like that. Oh, that's what they said yeah. Like was on it, yeah. So dumb, dude. Yeah, it's, it's oh, that's bad. ridiculous. All right, Dorian, speed round. All right. Who would you rather have, uh, Antonio Brown or Colin Kaepernick? Uh, Antonio Brown. All right. Who would you rather have, Ed Reed or Troy Polamalu? Ed Reed. Who would you rather have, Brian Erlacher or Luke Keekley? Yeah, Keekley. Ooh. Who would you rather have, Lawrence Taylor or Ray Lewis? Ray Lewis. Who would you rather have, wow. Tom Brady or Joe Montana? Tom Brady. All right. Who would you rather have, Randy Damn. Moss or Jerry Rice? Wait, we said what? what was the first one? Randy Moss or Jerry Rice? Oh, Randy Rice. Moss. That's my favorite receiver of all time. Okay. Um, who would you rather have, Jameis Winston or Tim Tebow? Tebow. In their primes. Tebow. Interesting. I'd probably pick Jameis. Winston never had a prime. <laughs> this past season, Tebow won more playoff games. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> oh my gosh, we finished it. It's gonna be done in an hour, boys. Let's go. Yay, Tyler. Anything you want to shout out, promote right now before we get off? Um, Mind of Mags TikTok page. Oh yeah, follow me at Mind of Mags. <laughs> follow Tyler Rossini. Uh, I hope you guys had fun. Did you guys have fun? Of course. I had, I, I had a blast. I'll be back next week. Oh, yeah, next week it's going down.
Um, we'll let you guys know when he's back on. Um, so, anything else, Dorian, you want to say? No, I think that's it. Sweet. All right, my friends. I will see you guys later. I'll see you guys on Madden. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. All right. Sounds All good. Right, peace out. Later. Love you. Love you, too. That's that. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I had so much fun having Tyler on the show. Um, he really is just an awesome dude. Hopefully, you guys are able to listen to the whole thing and come back here. But if not, it's cool. If you did, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I know it was a long episode, but towards the end, it got pretty funny and fun. Um, so, again, thank you guys for listening. And please follow me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at Mags. Hope you're all staying safe. Have a great day.